Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in this week. Without further ado, Susie, what are we checking in with? On today's episode, we are going to talk about June 14th, also known as On Your Share of America Day. This program started by Mayor Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith in the 1950s to support the post-war American economy and capitalize on patriotic spirits. Okay. And from our research, it's not super felt Mm -hmm. these days, but what happens on on your share of America Day? What is it all about? Investing. Having the monies. Yes, we like to talk about that. (laughs) So... We were talking, preparing for this episode about how these past few years and few months, especially into mm-hmm. 2021, um, between the development and rise of digital currencies, even those of us who do not invest, they're not involved in that field, mm-hmm. we can't help but hear about things like GameStop Gate, the Robin Hood app drama. <laughs> uh, so take us away, Susie. Uh, you will hear throughout this episode, Susie knows what we're talking about, <laughs> me a little bit less. So I will let her break down things for us. I'll try. So let's start with like the b- most basic investing in stocks or bonds or funds. A okay. stock basically gives you part ownership of a company. So in a stock, you're literally buying this 2%, 3% of the total value of, of a company. A company. Index. Yes. Uh, when they say that like a company is now on the market, it's on the stock market, they've gone public. Mm-hmm. They are asking for investment from people. You buy, you're buying stock in their company. That can be 0.0005% for okay. $2 or 0.0005% for $2 million. Haha, look at me. That MBA <laughs> is paying off. Um, IPO or initial price offering mm-hmm. is what price the company breaks into the stock market with. Yes. So again, are you breaking as like, I'm going public, but we're still building our value. The actions may be a little bit mm-hmm. cheaper. cheaper. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you look at companies extremely established, well-known globally, think mm-hmm. of your Apple, Tesla, Facebook, etc. Of course, the stock is going to have higher prices because people know that there's a lot of value there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's bonds, which is when you loan money to a company or to the government, basically. Okay. And earn interest until that debt is repaid okay so but bonds get paid back whether the government makes say makes money off of your that investment or not you will get your bond money back Mm -hmm. and interest yeah while with the stock that's not the case correct Mm -hmm. with the stock you you get a you can get a bigger return because the stock market is volatile a bond is very conservative. So lesser gain, but more safe gain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any any other questions? So I followed that far. I mm-hmm. took Finance 101. 
where do we go from there? What am I supposed to do with that information? In 2021, you can get a date, a ride, food, alcoholic beverages, everything with swipe of your phone. Well, investing is no different. There's many, many apps. Download? Subscribe to download. All those fun oh, things. Look at you, millennial. You can automate your investments. You can go on to Robinhood, investing in SRIs. There's many, many apps for the stock market. The most uh, well-known, I think, is Robinhood. Mm-hmm. You, you had an experience with Robinhood? Yeah, I did give it a try. Um, so a mentor of mine is really big into using Robinhood and building equity for everyone at any level of investment. Mm-hmm. And so they walk me through the ropes and I, I think through the months I I would invest, I think I got up to like $20. I was like, let me see, if I lose just $5, mm-hmm. I lose $5. Um, but then with the whole GameStop gate, mm-hmm. I, I didn't invest in GameStop enough, early enough, like I didn't <laughs> think about it. Don't, don't look at me, I didn't make millions or anything. But I got so pissed because they stopped letting users just do their thing with the GameStop stock. Mm-hmm. And so I just took all my money out and closed my account. <laughs> because it's all about like, oh, the free hand of the market, the free the mm-hmm. hand of the market regulates all. And yeah. Except when it doesn't regulate fast enough for the right interest and so we just nudge it or locate it yeah and so it's like i'm not a great investor i don't think anyone's gonna miss my contributions (laughs) to the market but this is my tiny act of rebellion gosh darn it i will close my robin hood account i will take my whole seven bucks (laughs) yeah yeah. so technically i had a what 35 percent return on investment mm-hmm. but on 20 bucks it was like okay starbucks is covered for the next trip pretty much yeah yeah so robin hood for those of you that don't know is designed for young traders to start investing um they let you start investing with little to no money basically is there a- i want to say the minimum was five dollars yeah but I'm not sure it could be even lower than that. Um, and it, it's good because it, it gives you that idea of you have to be okay with losing that. Like, put in as much as you are willing to lose. Yeah. Do not think that, like, your whole college fund is going to come out of that. Absolutely. Do not put in your college fund. In there. No, please don't. I think I had set it up for, uh, like, five months. Five bucks every month mm-hmm. and that's how i built it up to twenty dollars eventually because i didn't even trust myself to put in twenty dollars at once and that's that's where i was going on next investing regularly that's so important people think it's just the one time and you just let it sleep there and see what happens mm-hmm. no you have to keep contributing to it if you want to see an actual growth but see that's what i don't like because it's like the saying you know, instead of having money at the end of the month, I just have too much month at the end of my money. It sounds like <laughs> investing is just going to be one more bill to add to the end of my money. 
And then there's gonna be even more months left. <laughs> but have you seen those those interest rates? The annual interest rate is why you're parking more and more money in there. I get it. I just think it's intimidating for a lot of people. And I think that's why a lot of people, as you mentioned, like do the first big investment, even Mm -hmm. though they're, which they may or may not be comfortable Mm -hmm. losing. And then they're like, darn it. It's it's like starting a new diet. You wake up the next day, you have not lost five pounds. And you're like, "Ah, I guess it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how a lot of people stop with these um, easy, even if it's, even though it's easier, I think there's still a lot of the education that goes into using these apps mm-hmm. that people just don't have. And by yeah. people, I may mean me. I <laughs> <laughs> just, just me, <laughs> really. Or, or people that reason like me. That's why it's so important to see what the annual interest rate will be for your savings account. For- okay. Do we know what a good one or a bad one look like? There's interest rates that go as little as 0.1%. There's others that go up to 5%. Very arbitrary. Choose the one that speaks to you the most or like that you can um, have readily available. Okay. Um, for example, if you put $10 in per month in your standard savings account um, in five years, for example, you okay. would have put in $600 and have 616 mm-hmm. 615 616 in annual interest rate with the 1%. Okay. Very generous. But if you did the $10 a year for five years with a 5% annual interest rate, mm-hmm. that'd be $1,500. Okay. <laughs> see why it's important to, to see? To go over time. Yeah, it's, yeah. again. To go over time, to do monthly investments, but also to get a good annual rate. Mm-hmm. So it's do your research on what kind of account to have. Mm-hmm. And then just automate your payings, basically. Yeah, so. you're paying yourself in the future. That's how I look at it. That's fair. It's well, more month at the end of my money now, but it's going to be a lot more money at the end of my month. Exactly. I do half of my paycheck goes to my savings. Mm-hmm. Half of my paycheck goes to right now. Okay. And then what I've been doing recently is half of my savings goes to that rainy day fund. Mm-hmm. And half of it goes to like savings that I'm like, I want a new couch. I need a new vacuum. So shorter term, like mm-hmm. not the kind of expenses that you would want to have every month, mm-hmm. but shorter term investments in quality of life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think um, when I started reading on just how to better manage finances, I think the advice I had found was. I think it was something about the 25% rule for 20-somethings. I okay. could be getting the rule, the name wrong, but to basically when you start having your first grown-up job, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. um, anything that starts paying enough that you can afford to set something aside mm-hmm. is to try to start with 25% of your paycheck, of your gross paycheck, mm-hmm. goes into savings. 
mm-hmm. and then the remaining three quarters go to any expenses that you may have, like rent, car, student loans, food, entertainment, mm-hmm. all of that. And I think there were sub percentages for those things as well. But yeah, you know how you should be earning three times your rent in an ideal world. Yeah, that that doesn't all work that. anymore. No, not in big cities. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's twenty five percent. And every year you get older, I'm thinking about it now as my birthday is approaching, you should be adding 1%. Mm-hmm. So whenever, of course, the sooner you start getting paid for your work, the more you can save, go mm-hmm. figure. Uh, but trying to push it up every year or so, so that you're saving, but it's also sustainable. Yeah. And it's mostly doing what fits you, just remembering like, you will need that money in the future. Start earlier than later. Always works best. Um, but absolutely. It, and that's the other thing. Why the apps are so popular. Also a big check. Make sure the app that you are using is regulated. Is <laughs> the certified ones. Yes. Yeah, Don't and download anything that looks sketchy. Um, there is also now the cryptocurrency. Yep. Again, I know of it because of memes and Twitter and Mm -hmm. subreddits. (laughs) And actually a friend of friends working at GameStop that made it big through their rise to fame and Mm -hmm. all the ups and downs. Love that for them. I don't really understand how any of that helped him pay for his car. Like... Can we connect the dots? <laughs> there's a lot of other podcasts that can tell you a lot more about crypto. But like, there's this crypto craze and started in Bitcoin, I don't know, 2016? Somewhere 2017. Yeah. Bitcoin made it big again. Then there was Ripple, Ethereum, Litecoin, Dogecoin. Now there's even Coin. All your virtual currency for vegans and pot coin for go figure who that's for. yeah gardeners <laughs> i think so um it's dangerous just because it's not regulated um it goes up and down so very volatile if you're gonna invest into crypto make sure you can lose that money so crypto is the more advanced level of investment yeah Crypto is very volatile. Um, Elon Musk makes a joke on SNL and Dogecoin goes, woo! (laughs) So So it's more for, it's not the kind of investment where, like we were saying, you can just automate 10, 15 bucks a month and just let it sit. This would require a lot more maintenance day to day. Yeah. Okay. So not for me. (laughs) That's the gist of it. That's that's basically it. Those are our hot takes. And, well, if you want to own your share of America, you might as well make some money in America. So, Exactly. And again, like none of the things we are saying are groundbreaking or should be considered financial advice. Like, don't come to us. If you invest your money and you lose it, that is on that you. Is I, I think I made it plenty clear. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this field. Um, but the reason why we also wanted to mention it is partially because of our experiences as we said Susie knows Mm -hmm. her stuff knows what she's talking about me a little bit less Um, 
But I remember when I got my first quote-unquote grown-up job, or like the first off-campus mm-hmm. job that allowed me to earn enough to where I was seeing some money at the end of the month. Um, I remember looking into um, specific women-led, women-owned fund, mm-hmm. wanting to get financial education through them and invest with them. Mm-hmm. Made my account, talked with the... Um, analyst, advisor, person super duper great love it, love what they stand for and it's only available to US citizens or permanent residents and mm-hmm. that was the tiniest print I've ever seen in my life <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, how am I how am I supposed to make money here? Like, I'm already working for the federal minimum wage Yeah. for only the hours that my campus allowed me to and I finally made it big <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and had a full big girl internship that allowed me to save something mm-hmm. and then I can't invest it. Thankfully, again, I'm dated. There's been a lot of developments since then mm-hmm. and that requirement has no longer used by every investment source. Anyone can open in, can open a savings account. Anyone can open a Robinhood account or other platforms. Mm-hmm. Just not with the one I was looking at. Um, so I think that is also very valuable, say, for international students. If you know you have some savings, if you know that U.S. currency is very favorable compared to the currency of your home country, mm-hmm. it might be worth investing some of what you earn here throughout your four-year degree, three-year degree mm-hmm. doctorate, however long you're going to be in the country. Yeah. At the very least, to support yourself through OPT. <laughs> exactly. Life isn't cheap, friends. And as we keep addressing the American dream throughout different episodes, we might as well own our share and make a profit too. There are definitely ways to do that. We just need to do a little bit of research. Exactly. That said, thank you for tuning in. If you are a finance wizard and want to manage our finances or want to just check in with us or tell us, the great investments you made after this episode <laughs> keep in mind our email instagram facebook and twitter accounts mm-hmm. all under the handle of bias check-in podcast mm-hmm. and we will check in with you next week see you on the next one bye, bye.